This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to the SteelerNation.com podcast, sponsored by Stoney's Brewing. Pure, honest beer. I'm your host, G. Stryker, and look what happened. It came down to their fourth rostered quarterback of the season to finally get a win on the West Coast. My gosh, the monkey is off their back. It wasn't Big Ben. It wasn't Dobbs. It wasn't Rudolph. It was Duck Hodges coming in, flying high, getting the Steelers their first win on the West Coast since I don't remember when, but damn, it seems like a long time. And what a great game in general to make sure that Delvin Hodges had the best chance available to win that football game. Defense was flying big plays by the rookie, Devin Bush. My gosh, he was insane. Flying in, making the making the big play on the fumble, on the lateral, backwards lateral that hit the ground. Smart move, picking it up, scooping and diving for the score to get the first touchdown on the board. Then Tyson Alualu getting a hand on a on a ball, knocking it straight up in the air to again Devin Bush picking off Rivers and running it down close to the twelve yard line where Kana got to run one in from twelve yards out on a play and great blocking by the entire line, especially for the tight ends and the Villanueva sealing that edge. Downfield, DJ Johnson had a great block as well, holding his guys so that Connor got into the end zone pretty easily on a long run uh, in the red zone. So running game resurgence. Offensive line looks like the offensive line of old. Looks like the great offensive lines that, this, that we come to expect in the running game. Villanueva, Pouncey, and DeCastro playing like pro bowlers. Foster doing his advantage best in the running game. Everybody making their mark. Tight ends, Vanit and Vance, both coming in and helping out as well. Big plays, big plays by the running, by the wide receivers as well. In Washington can block. That's one of the things he can always do. Of course, Juju Smith-Schuster can block. He's a heck of a blocker. He says, coach, run it more. We're killing him in the running game. Run it more. I don't think Antonio Brown ever thought to say something like that other than run the ball to me more or I can run the football. Um, but um, we're much happier to have Juju Smith-Schuster now, team player, doing whatever it takes to win the game. And he knew what it would take to win that football game is running the ball, controlling the clock, playing strong defense to steal one on the West Coast going into the bye week. And that's a huge, huge win, guys. I mean, one and five, essentially, this, this season's over. Two and four, it's still an uphill climb. But honestly, the Steelers have an easy schedule, a much easier schedule heading down the rest of the season. 
much more winnable games on the horizon, uh, a much easier chance to catch the Baltimore Ravens, who honestly only have two more, you know, two more really easy games left on their schedule. They got all their easy games out the first six weeks of the season, to tell you the truth. They only have to, they've got one game left against the Jets, who, you know, the Jets just figured out a way to beat Dallas. Obviously, they're not a strong, it wasn't a strong win, but Dallas kind of shot themselves in the foot, but there's still, you know, that should be a win. Jets game should be a win for the Ravens. Also playing Cincinnati again, that should be a win for the Ravens. Rest of the games, they still got to see Patriots, Buffalo, Seattle, San Francisco, you know, all the big gate teams that the Steelers had to get beaten up by here in the beginning of the season. It's going to be Ravens' turn to take their lumps coming down the stretch. They made a big trade uh, just this past week. I mean, picking up Peters is a, is a big deal for them. He's having a good season. He's only let up 16 completions on the year. So in five games, 16 catches against him. He's he's having a heck of a game, heck of a year. Or six, sorry, in six games, 16 completions. That's just over two a game. I mean, if if a if a receiver's shutting down. And or if a cornerback shutting down an opposing team's receiver, holding them to under three catches a game on average, that's a hell of a season. That's a hell of a season so far, and that's a good pickup by the Ravens, who know they're going to have to play stronger down the stretch here in these tougher games to maintain the division. Cleveland's going to make a run. Steelers going to make a run. I've got no doubt about both teams playing stronger in the second. Uh, second part of the season here after the bye. And the bye could not come at a better time for the Pittsburgh Steelers. My gosh, the walking wounded just keep getting bigger and bigger. And the, the list of injuries keep getting longer and longer every freaking week, it seems. Steelers just can't buy a break in the injury front. And it's this past game was no different. Uh, James Conner got banged up with a quadricep. T.J. Watt hurt his oblique. Joe Hayden hurt his groin. Devin Bush hurt his ankle. He tweaked it. He did come back into the game, got it taped. I mean, when he was laying on the ground writhing in pain, obviously, I was very, very worried. Uh, I'm sure a lot of Steeler Nation was as well, especially after two quick turnovers in the first quarter, putting the defense on a downhill motion toward the offensive line of the Chargers for the rest of the game. Um, Stefan Tuitt is the biggest, that's, that's a huge injury. I mean, honestly, Stefan Tuitt is playing the best football on defense period this season. He was having a breakout year playing at an all pro level, always in the backfield, getting tackles for loss, sacking the quarterback. I mean, he was really, really disrupted this season and it's, it's going to be a, a tough, tough hit to this Steelers defense with him going out. I mean, Obviously, Alu Alu, you got to step up. He had a big tip pass uh, in that game. He can get his hands up. He can play strong in the run game. He's not as talented as Tuit. I mean, Tuit's just was on another plane this year. He was he was in another world. He was destined to be in the the uh, Pro Bowl. I thought he was an All Pro the way he was playing uh, on that. He was projecting to do that as well, in my opinion. But now. Hey, it's now going to be the younger guys. We're going to see what Bugs can do. Steelers re-signed uh, JT Walton, who was on the team last year and really was projecting to be a good 
backup player. I mean, his first two seasons, he, he kept getting better and better. And then this past year, he regressed. He had a bad preseason. I don't know if he had a lingering injury or something like that that just wasn't helping him get, get over that hump. But Bugs did separate himself. And that's the reason why Bugs got rostered this season as opposed to uh, um, Walton. And But now, welcome back to the team, Walton. We know you understand the defense. We know you have the capability of playing at a good level when you're called upon. So, Hopefully that if you are called upon, we're expecting you to come in and make plays as you have done in the past. Coming off down through uh, game five also with Jalen Samuels hurt his knee. James Washington obviously with his shoulder uh, from two games ago. Mark Barron with his hamstring. Steven Nelson with his groin. I mean, the bye week couldn't have come at a better time. You've got nine players that are either starters or big, big rotational players that, that are a big part of this offense or defense on this team. They need this rest. This week came at the right time. Hopefully a lot of these guys will be back. I mean, obviously we'll wait till next week to see what the situation's going to be with their practice availability, but you guys have earned your week off. Fortunately, you got to earn your week off after a well-earned victory on the West Coast. Take your time. It's a lot easier to heal when you have a win under your belt. And hopefully the Steelers can start stacking some here after the bye because Steelers haven't stacked wins yet this season. And coming out after the bye, they're going to see Miami. Miami is this the league's doormat. They're on pace to be an 0 for team this year, trying to tank for two uh, possibly. But, you know... Dolphins feel at home in a tank anyway. Tanking should be second nature to that city. Easy for them. Easy for them to do. Another good news coming off the this past week. Mason Rudolph just cleared concussion protocol. Uh, fortunately, it is not uh, you know a lingering concussion. He's not still going to be in it for another week or two. He, it took him a solid week and a half to get out of it. But... Honestly, better to err on the side of caution with already losing Ben Roethlisberger. We already know that Rudolph has a better chance of throwing ball downfield right now, though Hodges did his best. I mean, Hodges had a great game. Kudos to you. I mean, what a great preseason Hodges had going through the preseason, watching the games. We all know Dobbs regressed. We knew it was the eye test was very certain that Rudolph was going to be the backup this season. It was no one's surprise when he was named backup right at the beginning of the year. But I also felt that Hodges deserved a place on this team. He played so well in the preseason and also outplayed Dobbs that I felt it was the point that Steelers should be able to trade Dobbs, get some value, and have all of them have Hodges on the roster, have Rudolph on the roster. It, it, it happened in an odd way. I mean, it took an extra week before the Steelers traded Dobbs. They still didn't call up Hodges until after Ben was lost for the season with his injury. So, you know, one way or another, they've got him back on the roster. And they and Paxson Lynch was called up last week. And Paxson Lynch was a quarterback that the Steelers loved going into that draft. They had a first-round grade on him. They didn't draft him. Um, and they waited, and they still didn't pick him up. But they said he, he had potential. He has size. He has accuracy. He has a strong arm. He did not work out. In Denver, he did not work out. So 
you know, Steelers picked him up for nothing. Might as well kick the tires on him, see if they he's got anything left of him, see if he can develop, see if that that size and that accuracy can work in our system as opposed to um, in Denver where he was drafted, and we'll see where he goes. I really liked him a lot at that time. Obviously, the Steelers drafted Artie Burns, a pick before Paxton Lynch got drafted by the Broncos. And, you know, from a draft perspective now, Steelers got two guys on that roster now from the first round. And um, so that's an interesting way to look at it. Obviously, a lot of people wanted William Jackson, who Cincinnati leapfrogged ahead of the Steelers to grab that season. But Steelers still have Artie Burns. Now they have Paxton Lynch. Let's see what Paxton can do. He may be dropped back down again. They may decide to keep three on the roster now because of this injury situation, which would, wouldn't be a bad idea, to tell you the truth. Just keep keep Mason, Hodges, and Paxton all on the active roster just in case there's any lingering effect from Mason. Though I'm not expecting any, but just with the flux at quarterback this season, you kind of need to have a few guys rostered because two isn't going to do it. I mean, we tried to go with two this year after Dobbs was released. And with Ben down, now it's probably smart to go with three. So, moving forward, the defense is finally starting to show the team speed it was set to have in the drafts and the, the offseason acquisitions and in-season acquisitions. The Steelers' defense is finally getting to where it's needed to be. It's looking fast. It's making plays. It's getting turnovers at a high clip now, and I couldn't be happier. I grew up in the 80s, rooting for the 80s teams, where the only thing we could root for was defense. Always had strong linebackers, always had good secondary and good defensive defensive linemen. But now, we get to root for the defense again. Defense is making the plays. They had Sutton had the interception at the end of the game on the final drive, 53 seconds out of the end zone with... Still down by a score, you still have a chance to win the game. Defense closed it out, shut the door. Sutton shut the door, said no, intercepted the ball, returned it away, laid down, game over. And that's what we need from this defense. The, the defense has to put games away. This offense can't be relied upon to make that final drive anymore. If they have a lead, the defense has to shut it down. Had their chances against Baltimore, I know that, that Ole Denii tackle, quote-unquote low tackle, was a bad call and put the defense behind an eight ball as opposed to putting them in a good position uh, to end that last drive in regulation. But, you know, their kicker can kick a mile. Anything over the 50-yard line, he's going to attempt. So, it is what it is. Defense, I'm glad to see you making plays because we're going to need them down the stretch, and that's what it's going to take to stack wins. So, Steeler fans, relax. We don't have much to do this weekend other than root against the Ravens and root against the Browns. So, sit back and relax this weekend. Get some yard work done, your final stuff done. Hell, go shopping with the wife. Doesn't matter. We get two weeks of that because Steelers will be coming back on Monday night football against Miami. And I couldn't think of a better team for the Steelers to face after a bye week. Prime time, Tomlin. Loves running up the score on primetime. And hopefully we get to see the Steelers 
take out their frustrations against the hapless Dolphins on Monday night in two weeks. Steeler fans, thanks a lot for joining us from the SteelerNation.com podcast. You can tweet us at SteelerNation or join us on Instagram at SteelerNation.com. Come on over to the Steeler forum at SteelerNation.com. Great insight, great opinions, fun, fun, fun football forum. Also, come over to read our articles at SteelerNation.com. And thank you again to our sponsor, Stoney's Brewing, for sponsoring the SteelerNation.com podcast. I am your host, G Striker, rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers! Most people only see their doctor a few days each year. For all the other days, there's CVS Health Hub, where you can see a provider, fill a prescription, and grab the essentials you need in just one trip, even on evenings and weekends, for care between doctor visits, from earaches to help with diabetes or sleep apnea. Visit your local CVS Health Hub today. That's healthier made easier. Services vary by location. See cvs.com slash health hub for details.